Iowa everywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The world will never be the same once you see it through the eyes of Fairway Frank. Frank, we'll sell London broils, New York strip steaks, pork chops, pork steaks. Frank's mama always said, life is like a T-bone steak. When you shop at Fairway, you know exactly what you're going to get. Chris Williams, Chris. Chris Hassel, two guys named Chris, presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed, seedsmanship at work. What up? It's two guys named Chris on Thursday, the 15th of February. I feel like this is the first normal show we've had in... A really long time because of elitist hassles travel schedule big national media superstar back from the super bowl and uh we do have we had we do have breaking news uh do you want to let everybody down um chris let them down well i mean you had the sniffles on monday's show why is a lot this of people let, why is this gonna let them a lot down? of people were mocking you calling you a wimp Turns um, out, well, for the first time ever, <laughs> I have tested positive for COVID. I I've probably bum, taken bum, bum. fifty plus COVID test tests over the last five years, and I've never tested positive. That first year or two, like they made us take them for work all the time. Like you couldn't do anything until you tested negative for COVID. And my wife has had COVID multiple times and we haven't taken any precautions. Like I slept in the same bed with her and I never got it. So I was starting to think I was immune to COVID, not to colds as we know, because I get no, colds get- all the time. But well, the, the good news is that, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people watch this show, big fans of it. And <clears throat> our friends from over at Paxlovid caught on to what was happening earlier in the week. Let's take a look at their new ad that will be running this weekend. Not a real commercial. Jesus, are you okay? <laughs> you snot all over the place? My God. My symptoms are mild now, but I'm not risking it. If it's COVID, Paxlovid. 
Hi, I've got COVID, and I'm fat. If it's COVID, it's Paxlovid. Hi, if you're a fat ass and you've got COVID, you are 90% more likely to have complications. If it's COVID and you're fat, get Paxlovid. I've got diabetes. I've got type 2 diabetes. If you've got COVID and you're a fat ass, you're fucked. Better get Paxlovid or you'll be in the ground. All right, I got to go blow my nose again. Okay. Go blow your nose and wipe your ass. Get Paxlovid. Not a real commercial. Jesus, that backfired on me, didn't it? Because <laughs> I they that's the, that's what they gave me. They gave me Paxlovid. So you're on the Paxlovid. So <laughs> when I originally saw those commercials, I swear. It was like a year ago, right? Like, yeah, it wasn't I, like I swear March they were Madness? like, if, if your BMI is 30 plus... Get Paxlovid. You don't know how long it took me to dig those up. <laughs> That's over a year ago. That was, um, it was also during the time when Pfizer was promoting the getting your COVID shot and they were targeting SEC fans. <laughs> yes. Are you an SEC fan? SEC fans. If you like, uh, if you like fried foods and don't like to exercise, well, I, I've got the thing just for you. It's called Paxlovid. So, so I, I, I did the show that night. Oh, what was that? Monday night. Monday night, yeah. I was a wreck. It was a mess. But I thought it was just a regular cold. And colds, as we've talked about, they kill me. I mean, it's like two weeks I'm out. It's brutal. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you're a mess. You know, yeah, I am. Uh, But then that night, like I was laying in bed and I got, I was getting all achy and weak. And then I was getting the, the, the chills, and then I was getting the hots. Just getting the cold sweats. Oh, those are the worst. And so the next morning, I just had to go in. And that woman was like, all right, we're going to give you a COVID test and a flu test. Because that's been going around. And so she comes back in with two different swabs. I was like, oh, God, here we go. She was like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. It's not what it used to be. Do you, you remember the uh, the COVID swabs? How that would they would like go and like touch your brain almost? So she mm-hmm. said... Oh, yeah, this, I remember this, them. This doctor said that they found out that the people that were doing those things, many of them weren't trained on doing the super deep things, so they were actually hurting people. Oh. And so now they're using much less invasive ones that just like go in just to this part, like maybe an inch up your nose and took 15 minutes and came. They're not going <laughs> as funny. deep. I was sitting in there. She's like, it's going to take 15 minutes. And I was sitting in the waiting room and about 15 minutes later, she comes back in, doesn't say anything, just hands me a mask. Doesn't say it. So I put on the mask. She leaves the room. And then the doctor comes in five minutes later. And he's like, you've got COVID. And I've got just the thing for you. It's called Paxlovid. <laughs> how, how are you doing on the Paxlovid? Give our friends a little Is it plug. a pill or is it a shot? What is yes, it? Yes. So it's, um, it's, it's, inc- it's 30 pills. Okay. 30 pills that you take over the course of five days. My God. Yes. So each, it's like a package, each package 
comes with three different pills in it, and you take three of those at once every 12 hours. Does it make you have diarrhea? No. I, I, that is, I, I read that that is one of the potential side effects, but no. I have not had any. You haven't had that. explosive diarrhea. None of that. Uh, no, I. I think if I take if you take the Fibrolax, I think that could be an issue. But so I started taking that on Tuesday. I I feel so much better already. Like I I was down for the count on <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean down for the count. I. You know me. I'm. I am. I listen to the Murph and Andy show every single day. It's one of my favorite things. I have not listened to a minute of the Murph and Andy show this week. Does your perineum itch? What's a perineum? It's like your... <laughs> no, it's like those... It's the, yeah, it's, uh, it's the skin between your... It's supposed I... to make your perineum itch, according to the ads, potentially. Does your perineum itch? <laughs> Are you talking... Is that a chode? I don't know what a chode is. I've called a person a chode. I don't know what one is, though. I is a chode it, a perineum? Perineum is the skin between your butt and your balls. That's a chode. Hmm. Learn something new every day. What? You you didn't know you, it was called a chode? No, I'm just going through the side effects from these commercials that I've seen. Like, do you... Can you... Do you have genital warts? <laughs> That was there, but oh yeah, taint. That's the other thing, taint. <laughs> or as 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 Brickman says, gooch. I always thought you just called people chodes when they were like a dork. Like I call my friends chodes all the time. Wait, a lot of people saying it's not a chode. I don't know. I, I I've always called it a chode. <laughs> I, I think it's named Chris. I, it, it we're in the Channel on, Seed on, Studios. Where, where you're from and where you're living now. Well, we're, Wait, we're, we're glad what? you're feeling better, buddy. Wait we're a second. You're feeling better. Th- uh, wow. I've never heard anyone call. T- the, the comments are out of control. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for you completely <laughs> up showed. Top 10 Iowa State team. Great win by the Iowa State women last night. Iowa men collapse. We have Caitlin Clark going for her NCAA scoring record tonight. Smooth segue. Real quick, I I want to acknowledge the parade shooting in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I I I don't know what what we can say about it to really add other than I myself am tired of these things just happening all the time, and we don't even. Well, I mean, it'll this will get a little bit more play in our world because. It's sports related, so you'll see it on the first takes and stuff like that today. But then it'll just go away in three days, and and we'll move on. But man, it's just it really is a we got a problem, and like absolutely nowhere is sacred. You know, like you drop your kids off at, every day at school, and you just I don't, I'm not the type of guy that sits there and just like worries about it, Chris. But man, it's like God, this right down the street, we just had one in Perry, right? Like this is such a freaking sad story that it's all those six people years were to the day from the parkland shooting which oh was it okay which that is was right down by you far from where i was living yeah um that was only at the time i was living in coral springs which is right next to parkland and it was probably i don't know three miles from our house and 
My wife heard really? the sirens that day. I remember wow. driving to the airport that day because uh, I was going to cover a basketball game that weekend and all these vehicles going the other way. Um, <clears throat> what, what I found interesting and it's kind of horrible sign of the times yesterday is how many different people they talked to that were there and they all like some of them weren't even surprised. Yeah, that's like, the problem. It used to be like, oh, you never you never expected that here. You never thought something like this would ever happen here. And now it's turning into, well, you, you know, this it's it's one of the things I I thought about coming here. Yeah, it's a risk you're willing to take. Like it's so effed up, man. Like I don't know. I, I and don't, you're right. It's going to be I I think one of the things that's going to give this today. legs is because it happened at a at a sporting event parade and it's going to make people talk about wonder, Oh, should we even have parades anymore? And that it's, I would think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent being honest with you. I would, I would think about it. I, I, that, I'm not saying it would stop me from going to a parade, but I, that's one of the first things I think about now, even with just a regular parade, you know, a 4th of July parade here in, in my town. Anytime there's a gathering of a bunch of people, that's just something I think about. Well, like, no, like, nowhere is sacred. Like, if you just look at our country, like, I mean, this stuff's happened in malls, schools, sporting events, parades, nightclubs. I mean, I know I'm missing a million things. We, It's just, it's sick, man. How about the heroes, though, that Yeah, like those guys tackled, tackled him. Oh, that man. That son of a bitch. That's amazing. I hope those guys get you know, show their faces. Yeah. Like it's it's one like of the know. rare times where, you know, usually you don't get to deal with whoever does this um, personally because they, they deal with it themselves. They usually yeah, they off usually themselves, themselves or just yeah. go into the gunfire and effectively kill themselves. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's horrible. I was thinking about last night, too, when I was prepping for the show. Last year's Chiefs parade, we got to have so much fun with, which is what it's all about. We did the Mitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did the spoof, and it was awesome. And that parade was – that was a lot of fun. Like, if you watched leading up to it, like Mahomes – I I like that cast of Chiefs characters. They're, they're fun guys. I know that Chiefs are kind of turning into the villain of the NFL, but – like that I was thinking of the difference of last year compared to this sure. year, and I was wondering if we could do another Mitch spoof this year, but that's certainly not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about uh, Kansas City, and it's just I don't know. Like the the thing is too, it's like what is you, you were talking about parades? It's like I, going to like sporting events. It's like man, like how secure are these places? Like they. I, I know, like, going to Iowa State games, like, the Permar security and stuff, that it's just they're having a hard time getting staffed all the time. And I'm not trying to mm-hmm. scare people, but you just think about these sickos and just the access they have. Like, like I can't imagine that thing yesterday that they've got metal detectors all around Union Station at Kansas City. Like, that you can't do that. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like, the, you know, all those people, I think there were like 800 police officers around. Yeah. Which shows that can happen anywhere at any time, but man. Yeah, you're not that patting down every person that walks mm-hmm. into the area. And they, yeah, they English just points released. out Big 12 tournament. Like there's mm-hmm. 
ton of people yeah. at the Big 12 tournament in that area. Like, there's, they're all over the place. The woman that it, was killed was actually a radio host in the city, a popular um, oh, really? uh, Hispanic yeah. radio host. DJ. So, Jesus. Lisa Lopez Galvan. Well, we wanted to acknowledge it. We, we definitely didn't want to just ignore that that happened. And we'll move on here. Uh, presented, as always, by Fairway Meat and Grocery. The Iowa State women beat number seven Kansas State last night. Uh, Bill Finley's team continues to overachieve, consistently playing with five freshmen. And they. this was one of the best basketball games I've seen in years. Uh, it goes to double overtime. Iowa State was led by freshman Audie Crooks and Addie Brown. The one thing that really stood out to me in this game, Matt, if you don't mind pulling it up, was the free throw shooting between these two teams. I don't think Iowa State missed a free throw in all of overtime. They were something like 90% on the game when you combine these two teams. I've often said that the women's game is just much more pure in, in far, as far as basketball form goes and the purity of the game. This game was a very specific example of that. Here you go. Kansas State was 17 of 20. What was Iowa State? Like 30 of 30, 31 of 36 from the free throw line. It absolutely won them the basketball game. But th- this was uh, an absolute pleasure to sit and watch this game. I, I just thought th- there were ha- I saw a stat of the amount of lead changes in the last 20 minutes of this one. Just a phenomenal game. And then the the Iowa women will be headlined tonight with Caitlin Clark going for a record. We got great women's basketball in this state. Did you get a chance to watch this game, Hassel? I know you've been battling um, your your sickness. Did you did you tune into this one at all? No, I was watching the Iowa men. I mean, it was, I, this game, I think, took up the whole first half of the Iowa men's game, didn't it? Because I... I, I'm be honest with you, I, I was kind of out of it. This game took up, it was almost a full three-hour game because of the double overtime. Right. It started at 6.30, and it was like 9.30 when it got over with. So I'm, you know, I'm seeing some tweets. I'm like, well, how, how is this game still going on? Yeah. What was it on? What was the game televised? It was on the Big 12 Now. That's why I figured you didn't even what see the, it. What the hell is Big 12 Now? ESPN it's Plus. ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. But they just, they, they frame it as Well, that. I watched the game. I can give you a reaction. Dude, that those <laughs> Iowa State freshmen, if they can keep that tack, like the sky well, is the yeah. limit. They're bringing in a couple of other really good players next year. They are, and, and they won that game with Emily Ryan going like one of 14 yeah. from the floor. So yeah. their best player didn't even play that well. Like they, this team's going to be really good in the future. What, weren't they on a losing skid? They were, yeah. So this was a really important game to beat a top 10 team like that for them. And this could be the game that gets them in the NCAA tournament, depending on what happens the next couple of weeks. It was really fun to watch Audi go up against Aoka oh. Lee. Like, that kind of shows you the future of the program. If you can go up against a, a team like that and a big like mm-hmm. that, even like you said, when one of your best scores and Emily, Emily Ryan goes 1 of 14, she did go 10 of 10 from the free throw line. So, again, those free throws came in clutch. They led by 13 at halftime, too. So, you're mm-hmm. like, man, if they could have just put the foot on the gas pedal, but you knew that Kansas State coming in ranked, what, seventh in the country? I'm glad they, beat, they, uh, they beat Iowa this year. I'm glad. They beat Iowa last year. Iowa beat them this oh. year, I believe is how it No, went. Iowa they, played them twice this year, and they yeah, won they one and lost one, remember? There you go. Thank you. Good call, Matt. Good good job on that. Um, that was the best part, though, was that Ioka Lee was – she was questionable. She hasn't played for a while, and she's one of the best posts that we've seen in women's basketball in a really long time. And to watch Adi go – 
toe to toe with her was just I didn't know how she would fare. Like that's probably the best post player that Audie Crooks has ever matched up with. And I don't know, Matt, would you if you had to draft a team, which one would you take right now? I think I'd probably take Audie. Probably at this point, just based on her raw talent. Yeah, I mean the, the, it, it she, was it was hella fun. You could still it, see too that Audie's got some some improvements to make down in yeah. the low block because she's getting blocked and blocked and blocked. But well, she's getting scouted really well for yes. the first time in her career. She goes to she's her right fresh. hand and shit's pretty. It's pretty much a guaranteed block. It was, it was awesome. She, she can get that low post block and um, get it. You know, she kind of does that little flick, gets it up high and flicks it. So that was one of the best games we've seen in a really long time in Hilton. Like I I can't. I can't say enough about it. Iowa men at the same time with an epic collapse. Now, I didn't watch the first half. I went back and watched the entire second half after. Oh, God. This, you watched the second the, half? Well, oh, I watched it after first the Iowa half, State women's played, game. They played pretty good. Look at that crowd. <laughs> oh okay, gosh. that was the – I'm Dude. telling you. That's Whoa. That was maybe the worst atmosphere I have ever seen for a Big Ten game, period. Like, I'm going back, even Penn State games. I mean, I'm sure there are some Penn State games that have been worse than this. But for for a Maryland team, I, I have, I've, I did not expect this. This was worse than any atmosphere I've seen at, at, for a Carver-Hawkeye arena game in the Big Ten. We, we give Carver so much shit. You know, that we, we make fun of the, the, the fans courtside that are knitting or reading the newspaper and the fans that won't go across the bridge and the bat the bat the, I mean you know, the people are down on the program to begin with so it's not really making fun of the individual people but just what it's become the atmosphere at Carver this was worse than any of that and I talked to some Maryland people that I know and they are pretty much out on this program right now because it, they have such a high standard. How much of it was leaving the ACC a bad thing for Maryland? Oh, basketball? that was huge. Because to huge. me, like they had all those natural. They were right there with North Carolina. You know, the, I think back to the Steve Francis era during my when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. They won a national championship. But Gary Williams. You know, but they, they had all these natural rivals. They were right there, man, with the tobacco road schools as far as rivalries go. Wake Forest was really good back then. I just – this has to be a Nebraska football type thing to me where – because it's a, it's a shell of what it was. I was thinking back to the 90s what that arena would have looked like during a conference well, game compared to now. I'm telling you, man, you only need to go back a few years to see that arena rocking. I got I maybe the Big 10 is part of this and I know you would they know did better lose than me. a lot in the, when they moved to the Big 10, but they were still like when Mark Turgeon was there and I did a game with Mark Turgeon last season uh, and he was kind of forced out of there, which was um you know, it, he's a good coach too. By he, the way, is, I watched him at A and M forever. I, I think maybe that the thing had run its course, and uh, Willard came over from Seton Hall, I believe. Is that right, Seton Hall? I, I'm pretty sure. He yeah, was Willard Hall. was at Seton Hall. Um, they just that fan base has such high expectations that if you are a middling team, they're not going to support it. They. They're basically Iowa this season. In fact, I think Iowa is a better team. I think Iowa's better than Maryland, and they they got Maryland's swept got by that them. point guard that's really good. 
They do. And he's a transfer from yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. That was a dungeon. And there were like no students there. But they're they're below 500 in the Big Ten. This is a program, as you mentioned, that 20 years ago they won a national championship. They used to have these incredible rivalries against Duke and and all these schools around them. Now it's like, who is your rival? Nobody. Right? And it's it's sad to see. Do you I, have any I, thoughts on the Iowa collapse, or are we just kind of like it is what it is at this point? Jeez, you're That's really kind of where wrong, I'm at. You? Uh, I I think it's um it's basically a split for Iowa from what well, Super Bowl Sunday to this one they they were down big against a Minnesota team they came back and won that game they were up big against this Maryland team they lost that one it's kind of a split but it's just I, they they were not aggressive at all like Iowa is tough to beat if they can get you into the bonus early on in a half especially the second half. And I thought they were on their way to that this week. Because if, if you get if Iowa gets into the bonus and they've got the lead, they're tough to beat because they're such a good free throw shooting team. Tony Perkins is, is, the, is the guy that's usually really good at getting in and drawing fouls. I, th- I think lately that's all he's been thinking about is trying to draw fouls and that's hurt them. But they picked up the fourth team foul on Maryland with 13 and a half minutes to go in the game. They never drew another foul until the final minute. Maryland drew 11 fouls before Iowa drew their next one. They never got to the line, and then they couldn't get stops. They couldn't score. They couldn't get stopped. Maryland scored on like, I don't know, 80 or 90% of their possessions in the final 12 minutes. And it's, it's another game that Iowa should have won, and they let slip away. Uh, I thought Harding looked okay. I, what I'm looking at now with Iowa is just because right now Matt's got the standings pulled up. They're at the near the bottom of a bad Big Ten. Okay, it's a bad Big Ten this year for what you consider Big Ten basketball. It's as bad now, as I've ever seen. As now, I having said that, the Big Ten, that's as bad yeah, as I remember it. They're like one win away from being in the middle. To yes, be fair, I think Iowa might be the sixth best team in the Big Ten. I I do. Now, Grant's making fun of me in the comments. I think Iowa's better than Maryland, yet Iowa's 0-2. You can be better than a team and lose to them. I do think Iowa's better than Maryland. I really do. I'm looking at next year already. Yeah? With Iowa. I mean, so, like, we all agree Freeman's going to be pretty good. Like, he could be really good. Uh, I thought Harding gave really good minutes. I thought he should have played more last night. A lot of fans feel that way, too. I don't know. Uh, a Harding... Is Bowen he, he a miss? Flashes. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember when they signed him. Like a bunch of my friends who cover Iowa, they were kind of being told like they thought he like to me like if he's not doing anything now. Yeah. Which he's a weird like when I watch him live a couple times like he always feels like a guy that I thought could be better and he, he just he hasn't gotten there. I think Peyton Sanford might be an NBA player. Do you really? I yeah, mean, I think. The he's what been, he's shown down the stretch, he's been a lot better than how this team is. Yeah, I, I I didn't see it as much at the start of the season. He's really come on, come on, but it, it's rare that that you have Sanford and Perkins 
playing at the top of their game at the same time. And, and if, but it's and, not enough. And the problem with Sanford is the right. position he plays. It's not. And they, he, they, no matter what happens, they don't really play defense. So th- that's that's why you have to have three of these guys on on the offensive end to but win like, a game. Again, I'm looking to next year. Dix is kind of just a guy, right? Like he's he's Dix fine. is okay. Yeah, like he's a, you he's leave okay. that guy open, he's going to kill you. Um, we don't really know much about the young Sanford at this point. I don't feel like we can fairly make mm-hmm. a. Again, I'm just looking at like so they're not going to the tournament this year. And they're probably not going to be in the NIT this year. So maybe I, I don't think they will be. I don't either. So not that it really like not I, I as we talked about before, as a fan, I don't really care about the NIT. I think for the team, it might be a good thing. Yeah, more, more basketball reps going you, into next season. But I, again, I'm just looking. Fran's Fran better get in the portal because if you have another year like this where nobody's showing up. Oh well, your yeah. Games. He ne- better get year. in the portal and get serious in the portal this offseason is what I'm saying. Do we think he's going to coach another year? After this year? Mm-hmm. I think he wants to. He's got way too long of a contract. He's not going to give up all that money, is he? You think I, he'd just retire? I, I'm not saying he will. Because but. I don't think he'll get another. I, I really don't. I don't think he would get another like high major good job. Going back to his son saying he's not going to play at Iowa, yeah, that that made me start start thinking about him about Fran in a different way. It just feels to me like he might be leaving, and I'm not saying to go somewhere else and coach. He might be retiring or just stepping aside before the end of that contract. Maybe this feels more like. To me, a guy who's going to be there a couple more years, just and I don't know anything, but all I'm saying is, like, man, at the end of the day, like this was. Now, Fran McCaffrey is not Steve Prome. Fran McCaffrey has not gone zero and nineteen, right? Like they're vastly different situation. But the reason why Prome didn't get brought back in any scenarios because people weren't going to go to the games anymore, which is a huge deal with Iowa State basketball. Like my whole thing is with Fran. And they're not going to fire him. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. People already aren't going to games. That's my point. So they weren't going to games consistently when the team was going to NCAA tournaments. If they miss a couple in a row, that's when you can start to have a conversation. This is a Big Ten program. They can afford to make moves. He's got to get in the portal. That's my kitchen refresh for Iowa. Already. <laughs> start tampering, Fran McCaffrey. You've got to get in the portal. The high school thing was awesome 10 years ago. You have to get in the transfer portal and you have to get aggressive and you need to call up to the swarm and you need to demand money and you've got to get in the game. Because if not, like the, I, I'm just looking at the roster for next year and the guys they got coming in look nice, but I think I'm seeing some misses here uh, in recent classes. Again, I like... I I think Sanford is a rock and Freeman are both really good. They're both really good players, but you got to have more. And I don't see it for next year. Get in the portal. My kitchen refresh. That's interesting because I feel like a lot of the people that are still behind Fran McCaffrey and this team are really excited about the future. 
Interesting. Well, I like Harding. Really I just said that. About. I do like him. I think that he's got a chance to be pretty good. I don't know about Harding. But I, my thing is with these, these I, and they I got do, I do like in. Freeman a lot. I think Freeman's, Freeman's going to be great. And Fran can really develop the big guys, which we've seen. You've got I, to get in the portal, though. Like everybody else yes. is using free agency. You can't keep doing it the other way. You can't. Cr- Cricky is not enough. Right? He, no, and he's a he's exactly what we said he would be. He's you know a what nice I would, I'd love to fits. see them get a guy like Melson Basabi. Yeah. That's what Iowa is missing. You got to have somebody that can protect the rim, somebody on defense that can block shots. Just they more just, athleticism they, in general. I don't understand why they haven't had a player like that in so long. Like that, he was on that team that really turned the program around, and they, for for whatever reason, went away with that. Now, I'm guessing it's because he wasn't much of an offensive player, and they must feel like they they need to, you know, have a, a certain amount of points scored in a certain way to play on the offensive end. And he wasn't a guy that was ever going to be able to to shoot it. But I, I think they need. More of Do you that. know what you guys are ranked in defense right now, nationally? Bring it. 13th in the Big Ten. Out and of then, how many teams now? What are we, at 14 this year? Yep. And then you've got 174th nationally. That, That's honestly, atrocious. I thought it would be worse. Really? There's, That's there's really three, bad. There's 358 dude. teams. This isn't college football. Yeah, I know, but you're factoring in like all the know. shitty. Like, there's so many bad teams in college basketball. You mentioned the swarm in in raising money for basketball. I I think that's part of the problem as well with the the fan apathy around basketball is they're not giving money for basketball players at all. It's ah uh, not much from everything I've heard. No, that this is mostly going to football. And there's well, just then, not. That's on. I mean, listen, like either that's pr- I put that on Fran because you you've got to recognize the era. How does and Iowa State split it? How 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 does Bloom go about? I don't know, but they're splitting there is, that money. There is a formula. I don't know the specifics, but basketball gets its share. Women's basketball gets its share. Football gets its share. And then wrestling has its own thing, which I'm assuming is the case mm-hmm. at Iowa too. Where wrestling's weird because they have those training centers for like the Olympics, so they can they have a lot more liberties. But there is a split. Iowa State basketball gets its share. What really struck me was the announced attendance for some of these Big Ten games that Iowa has played. Usually, you know, in years past. I feel like you'd get a horrible crowd. But the announced attendance was still like 11,000, 12,000. Now, the announced attendance is like 9,500. And I, it, it's, it's a problem because fans have, have checked out. And you're right. If, if this season, like I, I didn't expect this team to go to the NCAA tournament. I, no. my, my hope was that they could be a, a, a potential bubble team and they they've lost these games that they've needed to win three or four of them and they're so they're not going to be that unless they went out or something it's 
you're right. Next season, they, they've got to find somebody in the portal to go along with some of these pieces, these young pieces that they have. You hope that you can keep everybody. And, and you have to Maybe give not. these fans Maybe let some hope. of these guys go and bring three, four portal guys in. I'm serious. You've uh, got to overhaul this thing. Keep the guys you want and bring in, get not, older. Fran McCann, it's not going to happen. Well, that, that's my kitchen refresh. He needs to get out of it, and it's 2024. You have to. There, there's... Go find some rich boosters. Do whatever you have to do. I, if the swarm's not working with you, take it under your own hands. Like you have to, or you have to evolve, or you will die. But again, that's not who he is, well, and that's not who I he's going to be. This is I mean, how, what, what is he? Sixty-five years old. He's not going to change. Van Winkle just sent us the last three home games attendance for Iowa. Against Minnesota, ninety-seven hundred. Against Ohio State, ninety-nine hundred. Against Maryland, eighty-five hundred. That's paid attendance. That's horrible. Go to kitchenrefreshiowa.com. Our friends from No Foes. I'm gonna uh, No Pros. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Did you call them No Foes? Yeah, I did. I said No Foes. No Pros. Uh, got no mine folks. done. Looks fantastic. Looks like a brand new kitchen. You know, these people, when you buy new cabinets for your house, it's ridiculous. These new cabinets are tens of thousands of dollars. I'm serious. Have you ever priced it out? It's incredible. Use your tax refund. It's going to make your entire house look different at kitchenrefreshiowa.com. Make the, make the wife happy as well. You went with the white cabinets. Makes it with the white cabinets really opened everything up. What they do too is they extend the cabinets to the top of the ceiling. Makes it makes your ceiling look higher. What? Yeah. New cabinets make your ceiling look higher when you extend them to the top. Yeah. No, the guys there at at Kitchen Refresh will tell you all about it. Those no foes over there. They do free consultations too, so they come to your house and like there's no commitment, and they'll give you your price that day. They'll do the measurements and they'll give you the price. They don't screw around. Well, we'll, we'll get back to you, so then they can go and finish. No, they just give you the price straight up. I love it. Phenomenal. The got Iowa a question State here men- from Nick Williams. Got a question here. How's Chris Williams coming on that sit down with Fran or having him on the show? <laughs> Fran used to come on my radio show back in the day. The, I told you you're not getting them. I was told that it um, – apparently I ruffled some feathers when Iowa lost to South Dakota State when TJ was coaching there in, like, Cancun that one year. I led the show off with the South Dakota State fight song. And he stopped coming on the show because of that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. I, I, I haven't tried, but I did have Lisa Bluter on last week. She's my, she's my homie. We're good. Other than the you, thing with Dolph, though, does he do any radio no, interviews? No, Fran's not doing Eastern any of this stuff now. Like, he won't go on Murph and Andy, I don't think. No, well, no because he, that's because he holds a grudge against them. Yeah. I don't know what he does on the eastern side of the state, but... I don't think he does anything other than, like, the Learfield thing with Dolphin, yeah. At but Carlos O'Kelly's Mexican Cafe. But isn't that part of the hate on him? What? Like, go out there. Get people to know you a little better, like... Do these yes. interviews. So it's kind of like Matt Campbell, but here's the difference. Matt Campbell is liked by the fan base. Matt Campbell has had enough success for his own fan base. So Matt Campbell will still get the benefit of the doubt from his fan base. And Fran won't. 
But it's kind of one and the same, isn't it? Like Matt Campbell won't do many interviews like that. I mean, he goes into a cave. Correct. Matt used to. He doesn't anymore. After COVID. But like um, at the We Will event the other day, he was great. He's great in front of a he's crowd. He's awesome in those events, but he just doesn't yeah. show that very often. He he is, but he is amazing when you get him in those settings. But it it it's it's pretty rare. Did you put a hex on Bluter when you had her on? Oh man, I don't think they've won since you had her on the program. We had a great chat. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we had really enjoyed our time together. Iowa women play tonight. Caitlin Clark goes for history. 7 o'clock, Michigan on Peacock. But I must to our horn, Chris. Good job pulling this audio. Uh, let's listen to what Lisa Bluter had to say. Owen Sebring uh, took this video. We found it from Twitter. This is Lisa Bluter commenting to the media about that Nebraska game uh, heading into tonight's matchup with Michigan. Every game we play in is like an NCAA tournament. I mean, every atmosphere is like that. The competition that we're facing, because everybody gets up for us. I mean, you could see Nebraska, like, they thought they won the national championship when they beat us, right? It was, like, that important to them. So we're facing everybody's best promotions, everybody's best shot every single night, and then you combine that with the atmospheres that we're facing. It does feel like an NCAA tournament, and that can be, it can be taxing on you physically, mentally, and emotionally. And we we kind of alluded to that on on Monday's show, and I think Coach just kind of backed that up right there. And and she's a professional, right? She's a woman who's been through all of this a million times. Again, like I just, it's got to be hard for freshmen who are on this Caitlin Clark train to just handle it night in, night out. Regardless, I told you on Sunday or on Monday, if they win tonight against Michigan, Caitlin sets the record. Nobody's going to remember it. Should be a really special night tonight on Peacock. Yeah, what do you think the atmosphere is going to be like? Is this going to be the best moment in Carver-Hawkeye Arena history? I mean, it's got to be up there. The one that comes to mind is, for me, is the the first game after Chris Street against the Fab mm. Five, Fab oh, Five yeah. for Michigan. Uh, I don't know if it can reach that level because that was there was so much more involved in that, right? And that was but when like the Iowa this men is too were just thirty years ago. I mean, that's a long time. I, I think this has the chance to to be the best moment in the last twenty five years. And you know, look, I'm sure there's some wrestling moments out there too. Yeah. But for basketball, um, it's it's going to be special, uh, and I I hope that loss didn't take anything away from it. I don't think it did. I don't think so. It, uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead check check ticket prices right now? I'd love to see what tickets are going for right now. I, I've kind of checked in throughout the week. It looked like the cheapest ticket you could get a few days ago was like three hundred fifty bucks or so, and. So there's a lot of people that are trying to decide what to do. And it looks like you can get in now for about 220 if you want it. So it has gone down. When when Iowa was playing Nebraska, I looked at this and the cheapest ticket was was 300 some. But if if you've got season tickets and a good seat, you could probably sell your really good tickets for 
thousands of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Would you do that? No, if I'm a huge Iowa fan, I absolutely wouldn't. I, I wouldn't either. I, I think if you're one of those people that has been an Iowa women's basketball fan before Caitlin Clark and and you like them that much, you're invested in this program, I don't think you even think about selling your tickets. No, I, for this I would moment. go to the game. Because this is one of those moments that you tell your your kids, your grandkids about maybe maybe this is an opportunity for you to bring your kids your grandkids as well to see this moment I was there when Caitlin Clark became the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball history and take the Iowa thing out of it too like what does Caitlin do after this like she's she's gonna be a megastar and whatever she chooses clearly she's gonna keep playing basketball but like is she because I think women's basketball is on a skyrocket in this country mm-hmm. does Caitlin do for the WNBA what Magic and Bird and Jordan did for the NBA I, you know like the, I feel like we're still kind of at the beginning here with this Caitlin thing like she's going to be an Olympian someday there's there's all sorts of layers to this I get to the game in fact I wish I could take my daughters I, I can't get over there but I, I would love to get them in the what would you pay see. I wouldn't go unless I could be down low. Like those, I I would pay two fifty. I don't think you can get down low for two fifty. No, you can't. I, I mean, I'm I'm not going. I'm gonna sit and watch it on on my big screen. But eight points away, Matt Van Winks has Clark Sound for tonight. I think I'm excited. Um, you know, it's going to be a very special night. Uh, I got a lot of family coming, so that that'll be a lot of fun. But I think my main focus is just honestly going out there and having having a blast with my teammates and enjoying it. Um, obviously, we need to come out and perform really well. I think t- today's practice is really important. But I think for me, like, I'm not anxious about it really at all. I'm I'm just very excited. Um, it's going to be a special night. Um, you know, honestly, we haven't really talked a lot about it as a team or me and Coach Bluter. Like, we never really talked about the record and what's going to happen. It's just go out there and play basketball and have fun. And this is kind of what comes along with it. If you're Iowa, what do you do? When she breaks the record, you stop the game, right? Absolutely. You have and to. And do what? Uh, you do what? they do in the NFL when there's a huge record you give her a ball you give her the game ball let her hug her teammates she can go hug mom and dad make it a moment celebrate we don't get enough great moments in this world right like we're we're having a chiefs parade yesterday and there's a shooting like we don't you know what i mean like we don't have enough awesome moments that we can just take a deep breath and celebrate and appreciate so do it have a conversation with Michigan before the game. Say, hey, this is what we would like to do. This is a historic moment, not only for Caitlin and Iowa, but the entire sport that we're all trying, we're all in this together to grow women's basketball. Let's give our fans, give Caitlin, and give the sport a moment to appreciate the greatness. That's what I, I do. 100% agree. I, I don't know if Iowa has made those plans clear yet, what the, what, what the plan is, but you have to stop the game. Mm-hmm. You have to stop the game for a minute or so and get the standing ovation. Give her a commemorative ball and let her shoot it from half court. <laughs> and we live in an, a social media era, too. These clips are all going to go viral. 
and you can inspire other young females to pick up a basketball. I mean, that to me, I'm playing the long game here if I'm Iowa in the in the sport. Charles says that Bluter has said she's going to call a timeout when it happens. Good. So if that's the case, you, you wouldn't need just a, an official stoppage. Bluter's going to stop it herself. You know what you're going to have, though? You're going to have all these people on social media pissed off. Oh, see, it's all about her. That's all well, Iowa cares about. They didn't care about beating Nebraska. They just care about getting this record. At I would say tonight when she breaks that record, it is. She won't say it, but it is all about her. Enjoy the moment and celebrate it. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. We don't have to be – not everything has to be controversial. Oh, right? it will be. Oh, I'm, It will be. Trust me, friend. I, I agree with you, and I, I know that. It, not everything has to be – if you're – if you're one of the haters, just shut up and enjoy it and celebrate a, a cool moment in sports that's happening in our state. That's that's really awesome. That's my take on it. We've got um, the Iowa State men rolling. That win at Cincinnati on Jeez. Tuesday night, Chris, was one of the biggest wins of the year for them just because Cincinnati, every loss they'd had had been like by – three or four points. They're one of those teams. It's just like they just couldn't quite get over the hump, but they play such good defense. Iowa State dominated that team on the road. They're up to eight in the net, eight in Kempom. You're starting to see them showing up as two seeds in the NCAA tournament. They've got this huge game coming up on Monday night at Houston, which is going to be tough. Like They're going to be an eight or a nine-point underdog in that one. But buckle up, man. Because this is a team that's right there to win a Big 12 championship. And metrics-wise, if you just – I know I'm a homer. But if you blindfolded – or if you covered up the name Iowa State and you just looked at their metrics, they're a Final Four caliber team. It would be a fun next four weeks or so. Let's go. I was in zombie mode that night. I was like at the, at the height of my, my COVIDness. So it might have been that, but I was like checked out the entire game because it was never in doubt. It was never close. Cincinnati, it just seemed like they never made any kind of run. Iowa State always kind of kept them at arm's length and had that game the whole way in that second half. Even when those fans, because it, that's that's a really, that's a great, that's a great program with great history. They're all excited to go into the Big 12. They've got a great home court. Iowa State is flexing their muscles now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is impressive. When you can go on the road and do this, wow. Because it's, you know, it's we've said it at the start. You win your home games. They've done it. How many road games can you get? How do you, how do you look in those games? They, in my mind... And I'm watching it through COVID stained glasses. Dominated a game that was a virtual pick'em. Wasn't Cincinnati favored yeah, by a Iowa point State, and a half? Iowa State was an actual underdog in this. It got to two at tip off. That that's as impressive of a win as I've seen. Because of the spot that it was in. Because like I'm thinking, geez, you're coming off these huge wins. You're riding high. You got fans thinking regular season championship. Okay, 
that seemed, you know, you mentioned the TCU game as a letdown spot, potentially. I thought this was going to be that, maybe not letdown spot, but a spot where your fans are let down a little bit because you you don't show up like we thought you would. Because that's not an easy game. That is not an easy no. game. And they made it look easy. They really did. Houston only won by five there. It was a really close game when they went there. They and they're just so deep now, man. Like the we we've talked about their depth, but it's like a different every game there's a different guy. And this Curtis Jones, who's coming off the bench now, has been in double figures for seven straight games. All three of those big guys. I mean, I, I just think Ward just completely changes them with his tips and his blocks and deflections and, and all that stuff. And like the Let me crazy ask you thing. Something. Yeah. Fill in the blank here. Okay. Right now is the most excited Iowa State fans have been about their basketball chances in March since when? So you're saying like while we're sitting here in the regular season, you're Mm -hmm. looking ahead to March. Probably that Hoiberg team that lost to UAB. (laughs) Really? As a three seed. But that really like But it, see that team that team they didn't won really the big have a 12, shot at the Big Twelve no, regular season. They won title. the Big Twelve tournament that year, and that's what made everybody like, Oh, okay, this this could really be something special. Um I mean you gotta go back to two thousand, right? With yeah, because I think there's yeah. more out there. There's a there's a Big Twelve regular season championship. Yeah. There's the mm-hmm. fact that this is bar none the best conference in the country. There's the fact that you might be playing your first couple rounds in Omaha. I mean, there's just so much probably out there. Probably maybe that Niang DeAndre Kane team. No, not the DeAndre Kane one. That the the yeah the team that when Niang broke his foot maybe yeah. in San Antonio. Most people in beat. the comments are saying that the year Niang broke his foot, but I yeah. don't remember they the were regular season being like this. So that the the UAB year, Chris, that was fourteen fifteen. Iowa State was twelve and six in conference, finished one game behind Kansas in the. But stands. were they really in it? I don't remember them having a legit were, chance to win the. They were pretty good. They were pretty close down the stretch. Boy, I don't. There was it was within a game. I'm I'm not saying they weren't within a game, but the, the standings can be deceiving when you look back on them. Well, I I, I don't Iowa remember State them having ranked. games. Being played I will say this, in like if, February for the if, title. I look at the just statistical makeup of the team, and they're top 50 in offense and defense. They're top five in defense, and their offensive rating climbs seemingly by the game, which those Hoiberg teams, it didn't feel as sustainable because you were elite on offense, but you were bad on defense. Mm-hmm. This team is just very well put together. And I can't tell you about the statistical makeup of the Eustachie teams back in the day. That Those teams felt like, you know, with Tinsley and Pfizer, you had these two elite guys. I don't know if this team has that. I don't, I don't think you do. Because even Lipsy, while he's really, really good, and he's going to be first team all Big 12, it's like that dude's a grinder. He's good because he works his ass off. He's not this, like, crazy, talented lottery pick like Marcus Pfizer was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a good team this is a the the way they play together and I my hat is off to TJ and Kyle Green and J.R. Blount and Nate Schmidt like they 
They're so much better defensively than I thought they would be. I knew they would be good defensively. I didn't think it was possible for them to... I mean, they, they turned Cincinnati over 25 times the other night. How many it's hard times to now lose when you're doing ha- have they forced more turnovers than allowed field goal makes? I was looking yesterday. Their, their opposition is turning the ball over on 26% of its possessions. <laughs> wow. It's insane. And they're going to bury you on ESPNU for a top 10 matchup. How is that possible? You know more about this TV thing than I do. I, I poked Bloom's brain about this yesterday. So they have Kansas State at Texas, two unranked teams, on Big Monday, 8 o'clock on Monday night. The problem is they, they, they do this either before the season starts or at least long before the game but is played. But they're both ESPN products. They can't just sit around and say, like, hey, we should probably make it. Like, wouldn't ESPN want to feature... Like, wouldn't it be better for them financially to put it on the big one Monday night? I don't know that it would matter financially, but I think it would look better for them. Yeah, I th- I think right now they would rather have. I think you talk to anybody. I'm talk to the announcers that are doing the Texas Kansas State game. Say which game would you rather call? <laughs> they would say I was Iowa State Houston, without a doubt. But the, I think the, the decision already gets made, and I don't think – I think th- there's a lot that has to go into undoing that and flipping it around. It's too bad. I mean, because it's not just the the network, right? Like, who, who cares if it's on yeah, whether or not no, – it's travel. It's on, if, whether or not you find it on ESPN or you find it on ESPNU. But you know, more than likely – the production value is going to be very much decreased. Yeah, so you've got like these HD cameras that are probably already scheduled to be in Austin and they're coming from Waco the night before or whatever. That's what you're saying. Yes, or it's it's just a very, usually it's a very bare bones yeah. broadcast if it's on ESPNU. You're not getting the extra camera angles. You're not getting the great audio quality. The truck might not be as good. Hell, there might not even be a truck. Now, may not my even hope be live is, announcers. I, I would hope that because ESPN has seen this coming from a mile away, that they have made the proper adjustments so it there just, isn't this big drop off. I, I don't think you can flex it, or but like man, like this is the number one basketball conference in the country in a game that could decide, potentially decide the championship. The I think if Iowa State wins that game, they're going to win the conference. Because well, they won't. That's I don't, a big if. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win that game. But they, it is the only game, Chris, the rest of the way where Iowa State will be an underdog. Unless something crazy happens. They will be favored. So they're going to be a six or seven point favorite probably against Texas Tech on Saturday, who's really good. That's another quad one. They'll be a big favorite over West Virginia. Uh, they will be a substantial favorite over Oklahoma at home. They will be a moderate favorite at Central Florida. They will be a moderate favorite against BYU at home, and then same with at Kansas State. Although I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet your money on that game. That that place is going to be insane. So the Look other how big my straw is. What? Which? What about your straw? What's going I'm on? Place a bleep in there. Unnecessary censorship. Um, the other game that's on at six is Virginia twenty-one Virginia at Virginia Tech. So 
Iowa State's on ESPNU at the same time. Well, that's that's a, a, that's, that's a conference. Yeah, ACC owns that mm-hmm. slot, yeah, so they, they can't they move that one. Can't move a another conference out of there. They've they've paid for that <clears throat> that spot. But yeah, I don't see why you can't flip a, an in conference game. I don't. That, I, I'm sure there's a reason that we don't know about, but I don't. I don't get it. And it could it could be as simple as uh, we uh, we have to show a certain number of Texas games on ESPN. It's as simple as that. Um, coming up this weekend, so I don't have my DRF parlay put together because by the way, did you not get my text? I have to be out of here by nine thirty Central Time. Oh no, I didn't. So I have I to take my Paxlovid. Get out of here! I'll finish. Oh, your shut show. up. I do. If you're five minutes late taking no, your text, no, I, t- I, t- I sent you guys deal. both a text before the show. I didn't see it. It's not because of that, but my wife is leaving. She's leaving on her 40th birthday trip to Paris, and she wants to be able to say goodbye to me. She has to leave. Oh, I thought it was because your wife has to give you the Paxlovid. <laughs> Take the Paxlovid no, on air. She said, You need to tell Williams that you need to be out by. 10.30. All right, get out of here. So do you take the Paxlovid orally or the other I uh, No, it's an anal suppository. Mm-hmm. Probably getting your bloodstream faster if you just shoved it up your ass. <laughs> what else do you have to do here besides this DRL thing? Nothing. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give everybody a Daytona 500 pick oh my for God. my DRF. We, right. Remember when we were in Vegas and we hit the one and everybody won hundreds of yes. dollars because of me? Yes. Last August. I also won the Daytona 500 last year at like 300 to 1 with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I'm pretty good at this NASCAR deal. Are you going to let me go say goodbye to my wife? Yeah, not? go ahead. And that's it? I don't need to come back? No, you're good. I'm going to wrap up the show right now. My point is stay tuned to Iowa Everywhere social media, and I'll give you my Daytona 500 pick with our friends from DRF Sportsbook coming up. Make sure you download the app, too, because they give you uh, push notifications when we uh, do our promos. Yeah. It's right into your feed. It's cool. It'll say the Iowa Everywhere promo or the Iowa Everywhere parlay of the week. Get out of here, Hassel. I thought you said you were ending the show. Well, I am. They they got the duels, the Daytona qualifying races tonight. So after that, I'll do the The Daytona qualifying? What is this, a koala bear race? Jesus, you're out Live of Live in Australia. Oh. oh, man, my wife's really pissed. Okay, get out of here. That's it. Hassel's wife's going to blow up. She just entered the podcast room. She's never done that before. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Monday. Legends and listeners coming up later today here on Iowa Everywhere. Iowa Everywhere.